0: When you stop and think about all that's going on today in the good old USA, you might think that there are only two sides to every story. With over 327 million citizens, there are actually many more sides to our American story. On this program, I provide you with a different point of view, mine. This is The Truth Hurts, a program where I exercise my First Amendment right to free speech by providing you with information. I filter through the garbage, the media hype, the lies, and take you directly to the truth. This is my recipe for Thought Gumbo. Hopefully you will absorb this knowledge, stop, and actually think about the issues, the facts, and the general state of our American story. I'm Steve Z, and this is the Truth Hurts Programme. Good evening, everybody. It is the late night edition of the Truth Hurts program for your October 14th, Wednesday night. It's about 1017 Central Time and information just keeps piling into my desk and I feel compelled to go ahead and share it with you. I'm sure you won't hear this until Thursday morning, but let's get started. The Dallas Morning News reports that Carrollton mayoral candidate has been jailed on 109 felony counts in a vote fraud case. Zul Mirza Mohammed, age 39, faces 25 counts of unlawful possession of a ballot and 84 counts of fraudulent use of a mail ballot application. As of 5.32 this afternoon, revised with comments from the Carrollton mayor, Kevin Falconer, A Carrollton mayoral candidate was arrested on Wednesday and faces 109 felony charges related to accusations of voter fraud, according to Denton County, Texas, authorities. Zul Mirza Mohammed, age 39, faces 25 counts of unlawful possession of a ballot, all second-degree felonies. He also is facing 84 counts of fraudulent use of a mail ballot application, all third-degree felonies. If it's true, it's certainly disappointing, said Carrollton Mayor Kevin Falconer, who is seeking another term. The citizens of Carrollton, Texas, deserve better than that. Several absentee ballots were requested to be sent to a Louisville post office box that allegedly belonged to a nursing home, officials said. When investigators contacted the residents whose names were on the ballots, they learned the residents had not asked that the ballots be sent to the post office box. It was registered under a fake Texas driver's license and a University of North Texas student ID. An undercover officer was placed inside the post office to conduct surveillance. On October 7th, a box of ballots was picked up from the post office by Muhammad, and investigators followed him to a home home. In Carrollton, Texas, they obtained a search warrant and found the fake driver's license, the box of ballots, including several that had been opened, in Mohammed's bedroom. Mohammed was arrested and is being held in a Denton County Jail. By the way, in Texas, a second-degree felony carries a 2- to 20-year prison sentence with a possible fine of up to $10,000 per offense, and those third-degree felonies carry a 2- to 10-year prison sentence also with possible fines of up to $10,000. Sheriff Tracy Murphy said voter fraud is a serious and widespread issue and cannot be tolerated. The fact that an actual candidate for public office would engage in these activities is appalling. But remember, the Democrats and the liberal leftist media said there is no voter fraud in mail-in voting, remember? Mail-in ballots are inherently insecure and vulnerable to fraud, and I am committed to safeguarding the integrity of our elections, said Attorney General Ken Paxton of Texas. And he said, My office is prepared to assist this and any Texas county in combating fraud. Well, what do you have to say about that? This is the Truth Hurts program, and we'll be right back. Who actually has the balls to tell it like it is? Steve Z in the Truth Hurts program, that's who.
1: In a Democrat world where one vote is not enough. In states where dead people cast ballots and homeless folks are bust from polling place to polling place with no identification, one man, one courageous man, has made it his life's mission to call out the criminals for what they truly are. One man knows about the corruption, and he pays the price each and every day for calling it out. One man, on a mission to stop multiple votes by multiple people. That man is Donald Trump. On Tuesday, November 3rd, Republicans need to be at the polls casting their vote. On Wednesday, November 4th, Democrats need to be at the polls casting their vote. Don't confuse your day to vote. This year, it's all up for grabs. Liberty versus communism, freedom versus socialism, right versus wrong. Republicans, vote on Tuesday, November 3rd. Democrats, Vote on Wednesday, November 4th. Don't screw this up.
0: Paid for by nobody. Every once in a while, I'll get a piece of information sent to me on social media, and I'll repeat it. This one's funny. Thanks to Justin for sending this to me. This is the story of a self-control and marksmanship wizard. A woman survived a grizzly bear attack with one well-placed shot from her itsy-bitsy 25 caliber Beretta Jetfire handgun. These are her own words. While out hiking in Missoula, Montana with my boyfriend, we were surprised when a huge grizzly bear came charging at us out of nowhere. She must have been protecting her cubs because she was extremely aggressive. If I had not had my little Beretta jet fire, I would not be here today. I yanked it out of my purse and fired one shot. It hit my boyfriend in his left kneecap and the bear caught him easily. While the grizzly mauled the poor cripple, I was able to escape by just walking away at a brisk pace. God, I love that pistol. I can find another boyfriend. And that's funny as hell. This is probably too little too late, but in my hands at this very moment, I am looking at an 84 page document from the United States government And this report is on Hunter Biden and the illegal dealings with Burisma, the corruption, the impact on U.S. government policy and related concerns from the U.S. Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs the U.S. committee, U.S. Senate committee rather, on finance majority, a staff report. 84 pages worth The first page is the Executive Summary, which spells out the introduction, the conflicts of interest. The Section 4, Vice President's Office and State Department officials were aware of, but ignored concerns relating to Hunter Biden's role on the Board of Directors of Burisma. Section 5, Secretary of State John Kerry falsely claimed he had no knowledge about Hunter Biden's role on Burisma's board section six says state department officials viewed um Mikola zlochevsky as a corrupt odious oligarch but vice president biden was advised not to accuse that individual of corruption Section seven, while Hunter Biden served on Burisma's board, Burisma's owner allegedly paid a $7 million bribe to Ukraine's prosecutor general's office to simply close the case against Hunter Biden. Section eight is entitled Hunter Biden, a secret service protectee while on Burisma's board. In other words, your tax dollars paid the secret service to guard little Hunter Biden because, after all, he was the son of a sitting vice president. Section 9. Obama administration officials and a Democrat lobbying firm had consistent and significant contact with former Ukrainian official Andrei Teleshenko. Section 10. The minority falsely accused the chairman of engaging in Russian disinformation campaign and used other tactics to interfere in the investigation. Section 10 is entitled The Minority Falsely Accused the Chairman of Engaging in Russian Disinformation Campaign and Used Other Tactics to Interfere in the Investigation. Section 11 Hunter Biden and His Family's Financial Transactions with Ukraine, Russian, Kazakh and Chinese nationals raise criminal concerns and extortion threats and Section 12 is the conclusion. There are 84 pages of damning testimony, damning information about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, John Kerry, Barack Hussein Obama and others in engaging in extortion type behavior with foreign governments for the personal enrichment of the son of the sitting vice president and this goes to the deepest darkest State Department staff information I'm looking it over now and rather than reading you 84 pages I would like for you all to look for this item yourself It is very interesting at this late hour, uh, 9.30 p.m. Central Time, this came to my desk uh, on Wednesday night. Of course, you won't be hearing about this until Thursday morning when the next Truth Hurts program hits the airwaves. I'm looking at copies of photocopies, photos, photographs rather, of different operatives, messages exchanged between Sally Painter and Andrey Teleshenko, talking about the relationship with Hunter Biden, about the bribes, etc. Uh, Looking at page 52 alone, when the committees Presented these WhatsApp messages to Miss Painter. She confirmed that these messages were authentic. Question one: Did you text with Andrei Teleshenko? Painter says, "I believe so. Yes." Question: Do these appear to be messages between you and Mrs. Uh, Mr. Teleshenko? Yes. How often did you text with Mr. Teleshenko? I can't quantify. I don't recall the number. It goes on and on, talking about the details of conversations involving Hunter Biden and the Board of Burisma Holdings. This stuff, if it were to make it to the mainstream media, would likely derail the campaign of Joe Biden immediately. And I wonder why, at this late hour, this is not front page news in every newspaper in the country, And I wonder why Fox News, why Newsmax, and why other mainstream-type media organizations have not looked this over and at least reported it to the nation. This is truly scary Watergate-type stuff multiplied exponentially. This is the Truth Hurts program, and I'm going to go through this and uh, get back with you folks tomorrow on Thursday to let you know what I find. Uh, before I do go though, there's uh, on page 69, a subsection B is in Baker titled Russia. And it says, Hunter Biden and his associate Archer had a financial relationship with Russian businesswoman Elena Baturina. Baturina is the former wife of the late Yuri Luzkov, who was the mayor of Moscow and was fired in 2010 by then Russian President Dmitry Medvedev over corruption allegations (footnote 298), but Tarina became Russia's only female billionaire when her plastics company Inteco, or Intico received a series of Moscow municipal contracts while her husband was mayor, footnote 299. According to the reporting, quote, Luskov used his position as mayor to approve over 20 real estate projects that were built by Baturina-owned construction company and ultimately generated multi-billion ruble profits for his family, unquote footnote 300 in addition a russian investigation led to a criminal case against the former head of the bank of moscow andrei Borodin, who quote allegedly used money from the moscow city budget to lend money to shell companies which ultimately transferred 443 million dollars to Batarina. on february 14 2014 Batarina wired 3.5 million dollars to a Rosemont Seneca Thornton LLC Rosemont Seneca Thornton bank account for a quote consultancy agreement DD 12.02.2014 Rosemont Seneca Thornton is an investment firm co-founded by Hunter Biden that was incorporated on May 28, 2013 in Wilmington Delaware According to the Financial Times, Rosemont Seneca Thornton is a consortium that consists of Rosemont Seneca Partners and the Thornton Group, a Massachusetts-based firm. In June 2009, Biden co-founded Rosemont Seneca Partners with Archer and Christopher Hines. The Thornton Group's website states it has offices in Boston and Beijing and it lists Rosemont Seneca Partners among its lists of alliances and clients and includes photographs from multiple events attended by Little Hunter Biden. It goes on to say on page 70, Separately, between May 6th of 2015 and December 8th, 2015, Batarina sent 11 wires in the amount of $391,968.21 to a bank account belonging to BAKUSA LLC. Nine of the 11 transactions totaling $241,797 were sent from Batarina's accounts to a Rosemont Seneca Thornton bank account which then transferred the money to BAKUSA. The 11 transactions all listed Loan Agreement in the Payment Details section. BAK USA was a startup technology company headquartered in Buffalo, New York that produced tablet computers in cooperation with unnamed Chinese business partners. BAK USA filed for bankruptcy on March 29, 2019 with a reported loss of $39 million dollars and the transactions were identified because of Batarina's reported criminal activity. Section C on page 70 says, On April 22, 2014, Vice President Joe Biden appeared with the Ukrainian prime minister and addressed Ukrainian legislatures in Kiev regarding Russia's actions in Crimea. The same day, Novartis Holding PTE Limited. A private holding company in Singapore used a Latvian bank to wire $142,300 to Archer's company, Rosemont Seneca Bohai. The currency transaction report says for Rosemont Seneca Bohai LLC for a car. $142,000 for a car? Must be one hell of a car. According to the Securities and Exchange Commission report, Kengis Rakashev of Kazakhstan is the sole shareholder of Novartis Holding and has a business address associated with a company in Kazakhstan called SAT and Company. And he, Rakashev, is the son-in-law of a retired Kazakhstan politician. At the time that Rakashev sent the money to Rosemont Seneca Bohai that official was serving as the mayor of what is now called Nur Sultan the capital city of Kazakhstan. It goes on and on and on it says at the time of Vice President Biden's visit to Kiev there were divided opinions in Kazakhstan over Russia's annexation of Crimea And the international situation had produced tension in the region generally. It says, given Raskashev's close connection to political leadership in Kazakhstan, the tense political situation, Hunter Biden's long-standing relationship with Archer and involvement in transactions with Rosemont Seneca Bohai, and the fact that the payment was timed perfectly with Vice President Biden's visit to Kiev to discuss U.S. sanctions against Russia for the invasion of Crimea, the April 22, 2014 payment from Rakachev to Rosemont raises serious questions. It's unclear why a foreign company, Novatis Holding, would purchase a $142,300 car for Rosemont Seneca Bohai when the company, does not deal in vehicles. Section D involves China and it says, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer engaged in numerous financial transactions with Chinese nationals who had deep connections to the communist Chinese government. The Chinese nationals involved included the founder of CEFC China Energy Company, and the chairman of the board for its subsidiary, the China Energy Fund Committee. They also included... These Chinese Communist government executives also had previous affiliations with the People's Liberation Army, and based on information received by the committees, they were also financially connected to Vice President Joe Biden's brother, James Biden. Thus, there exists a vast web of corporate connections and financial transactions between and among the Biden family and Chinese nationals. Section L, Hunter Biden has an extensive financial connection to the Chinese government. And it goes on. Folks, this goes on and on. I could read all night. But suffice it to say, if this does not hit the mainstream media, there is a guarantee that there is a left-wing cover-up in the massive corruption that occurred between gropy Joe Biden, his son Hunter, his brother James, the Obama administration as a whole, John Kerry, the Clintons, and a plethora of other Democrats. How the hell does this not get into the mainstream news cycle is beyond me. This is the Truth Hurts program. We'll continue. Of course, there were emails and photographs that were posted on Kaylee McEnany's Twitter feed. Rudy Giuliani liked it. Hunter introduced Joe Biden to a top executive at the Ukrainian energy firm that he received $50,000 a month from. Remember, Biden said, I've never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Joe Biden lied. Period. And then she posts from Vadim Pozarsky. P O Z H A R S K Y I. V. Pozarsky at Ukraine, uh, dot Ukraine. at gmail.com. Subject Meeting for Coffee. Date April 17th, 2015, 6 o'clock a.m plus 51 seconds, Pacific Daylight Time. To Hunter Biden, Biden at rosemontseneca.com. Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to DC and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It's really an honor and pleasure. As we spoke yesterday evening, would be great to meet today for a quick coffee. What do you think? I could come to you office somewhere around noon or so, before or on my way to the airport. Best, V. There are also some pictures of Hunter Biden in a bathtub. Looks like he's either coked out or passed out with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And uh, there's another one, it looks like a crack pipe in his mouth. I mean, can we just please, for a millisecond, imagine how these photos of Hunter Biden and the email shared today, proving he introduced Joe Biden to the Ukrainian board member of Burisma? How he would be treated, covered, and handled if this were one of Donald Trump's children? Openly, honestly think about how blasted this story would be all over every single news outlet, television, online, print, everywhere around the world, if the shoe were on the other foot. Would they be calling for Donald J. Trump to step down and stop running perhaps another impeachment trial or accusations of quid pro Joe, uh, quid pro quo rather? The disgusting double standards of the Democrats and the media and the radical left are so blatant and so in our face, it should enrage you to have your intelligence so regularly and routinely insulted. The Biden family has now been proven to be the dirtiest of the dirty and it will all come out. This is just a tiny tip of a giant iceberg. It's going to be a fun ride, folks. I'm just afraid it may be too little too late and might all be part of the plan that I told you about early on. So Joe gets elected, all of this comes out, Joe has to step down or gets impeached. Camel Toe Harris moves into the White House as the president. Nancy Nasty-Ass Pelosi becomes the vice president. A couple of weeks go by. Someone doesn't like Camel Toe Harris, so they take her out. And Nancy Pelosi becomes your new president. That's what's going on, folks. Now remember, Facebook is censoring any posts that support Donald Trump, and they're letting posts go through that support gropey Joe Biden. You know, censor first, ask questions later. It's one hell of an attitude for one of the most powerful platforms on planet Earth to take just before an election. Remember, Facebook claims to be a neutral platform, but one of its top executives just put the social media giant firmly on the side of gropey Joe Biden. Andy Stone, the social media company's policy communications manager, bragged and boasted about burying the Post's story on proof that Hunter Biden had merchandised the access to his father, Gropey Joe. Stone's tweet on Wednesday morning said, quote, while I will intentionally not link to the New York Post, I want to be clear that this story is eligible to be fact-checked by Facebook's third-party fact-checking partners. In the meantime, we're reducing its distribution on our platform, unquote. Censor first, ask questions later. It is an outrageous attitude for one of the most powerful platforms in the US to take. What do you think about it? I'm not a sucker for Zuckerberg. I think they'll do anything they can at this point in time to push. Joe Biden into the White House, knowing full well that he won't be there long, by hook or by crook or by the 25th Amendment. And finally this evening, since I've decided just to go ahead and publish this late version, of the Truth Hurts program. There are three disturbances right now in the Atlantic, tracking the tropics. It looks like there could be another outburst of Mother Nature's wrath. Two of the three currently being looked at could develop as early as next week. The good news is they're staying the hell away from Southwest Louisiana. We'll keep you informed as always as to what we're finding Remember, kids, if you want to go trick-or-treating this year and your city is on lockdown, the best way to handle this is to wear a mask, knock on doors, and let everybody know that you're socially distancing for candy and that it is a peaceful protest. And if they refuse to participate, invoke Rule 1. Remember, it's trick or treat. I will say this, if Planned Parenthood was killing puppies instead of babies, America would have shut them down by now. Did you know that killing an unborn American bald eagle in its egg is punishable by a $250,000 fine and up to two years in prison? And that killing a sea turtle off the coast of California that is still in the egg, an unborn sea turtle, Carries as much as a $100,000 fine and up to two years in prison? Now think about that. A baby gets killed and nobody gives a shit. Do you remember when Camel Toe Harris appeared on a town hall meeting on CNN? And she said she was going to be open to giving terrorists and rapists the right to vote from prison? Of course you don't remember that because CNN has long since buried it. But we have it. Take a listen.
1: Take it serious.
0: But people who are convicted in prison, like the Boston Marathon bomber, on death row, people who are convicted of sexual assault, they should be able to vote? I think we should have that conversation. Okay. And there you have it, folks radical leftist trying to make sure that all the felons, the thugs, the criminals, the rapists, the bombers, the robbers, the looters, the shooters, the felons can have the right to vote from prison. From prison. Convicted in prison, like a Boston Marathon bomber, on death row, people who are convicted of sexual assault, they should
1: be able to vote? I think we should have that conversation.
0: According to the New York Post, smoking gun email reveals how hunter biden introduced ukrainian businessman to his vice president daddy now this is dated october 14th 2020 it says hunter biden introduced his father then vice president joe biden to a top executive at a ukrainian energy firm less than a year before the elder biden pressured government officials in ukraine into firing a prosecutor who was investigating that company, according to emails obtained by the New York Post. The never before revealed meeting is mentioned in a message of appreciation that Badim Pozarski, an advisor to the board of Burisma, allegedly sent Hunter Biden on April 17, 2015, about a year after Hunter joined the Burisma board at a reported salary of up to $50,000 a month. It says, quote, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It's really an honor and a pleasure, the email reads. An earlier email from May of 2014 also shows Pozarski, reportedly Burisma's number three executive, asking Hunter for advice on how you could use your influence on the company's behalf. This blockbuster correspondence that flies in the face of Joe Biden's lie that he's, quote, never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings, unquote, is contained in a massive treasure trove of data that was recovered from a laptop computer. The computer was allegedly dropped off at a repair shop in Biden's name in the home state of Delaware in April 2019, according to the store's owner. Material extracted from the computer includes a raunchy 12-minute video that appears to show Hunter, who's admitted to struggling with addiction problems, smoking a crack pipe while engaged in a sex act with an unidentified woman, as well as several sexually explicit images. The customer who brought the water-damaged MacBook Pro in for repair never paid for the service, never came back and got it, or a hard drive on which its contents were also stored according to the shop owner who says he repeatedly tried to contact the client. The shop owner couldn't positively identify the customer as Hunter Biden, but said the laptop bore a sticker from the Beau Biden Foundation, named after Hunter's late brother, former Delaware attorney general, and the guy to whom Hunter Biden impregnated his widow. Photos of a Delaware federal subpoena given to the Post show that both the computer and hard drive were seized by the FBI in December after the shop's owner says he alerted the feds to their existence. Before turning over the gear, the shop owner says he made a copy of the hard drive and later gave it to former mayor Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, Robert Costello. Former advisor to President Trump Steve Bannon told the Post about the existence of the hard drive in late September and Giuliani provided the New York Post with a copy of it on Sunday. Less than eight months after Pozharsky thanked Hunter Biden for the introduction to his dad, the then Vice President admittedly pressured Ukrainian President Poroshenko and the Prime Minister into getting rid of Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin by threatening to withhold $1 billion in U.S. loan guarantees during a trip to Kiev in December of 2015. Remember when Joe Biden said, I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Biden bragged about this to the Council on Foreign Relations in 2018. He later said, well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Shokin said at his time of his firing, March, 2016, he made specific plans to investigate Burisma, that included interrogations and other crime investigation procedures into all of the members of the executive board, including little Hunter Biden. Joe Biden has insisted that the U.S. wanted Shokin removed over corruption concerns, which were shared by the European Union. Meanwhile, in an email dated May 12, 2014, shortly after Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board, it shows Pozarski attempting to get him to use his political leverage to help the country, the company message had the subject line urgent issue and was sent to Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, who also sat on the board at that time. Pozarski said that the representatives of new authorities in power tend to quite aggressively approach NZ unofficially with the aim to obtain cash from him. NZ is not identified in the uh, email, but it appears to be a reference to the founder of Barisma, Nicola Zolewski, whose first name is Nicholas. When the alleged shakedown failed, they proceeded with concrete actions, in the form of one or more pre-trial proceedings. According to uh, Pozarski. we urgently need your advice on how you could use your influence to convey a message, signal, etc., to stop what we consider to be politically motivated actions, he added. Hunter Biden responded by saying he was with Archer in Qatar and asked for more information about the formal accusations being made against Burisma, if any. Who is ultimately behind these attacks on the company? Who in the current interim government could put an end to these attacks, he added. The exchange came the same day as Burisma, announced it had expanded its board of directors by adding little Hunter Biden, who was put in charge of its legal unit and will provide support for the company among international organizations, according to the news release that's since been scrubbed from Burisma's website. About four months after Hunter Biden's correspondence with Posarski, Devin Archer forwarded Hunter Biden an email chain with the subject line, tax raise impact on Burisma production, which included Przarsky saying the Ukrainian cabinet had submitted new tax legislation to the country's parliament. Hmm. Hunter Biden joined the board in April 2014, according to multiple reports, but his Hunter said his lawyer rather said last year, Hunter was quote, "not a member of the management team. At no time was Hunter in charge of the company's legal affairs. Ah, this thing goes on and on and on folks, and it cannot be brushed under the rug. This has to be brought to the front, front and center. The pictures of this crackhead are unbelievable. Now remember, during Joe Biden's December town hall, Democrat primary event in Iowa, a man accused Joe Biden of sending Hunter to the Ukraine to get a job and work for a gas company. He had no experience with gas or nothing in order to get access to the president. And Biden fumed saying, you're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. And then Biden continued to berate the man as he stepped forward calling the man fat and challenging him to do push-ups together, man. Come on, man. Hunter Biden's lawyer has refused to comment on the specifics but has instead turned around and attacked Rudy Giuliani. The lawyer, George R. Mazires, said of Giuliani, he's been pushing widely discredited conspiracy theories about the Biden family, openly relying on actors tied to Russian intelligence. Krasarski and the Joe Biden campaign have not returned any requests to the New York Post for comment. Starting to really, really unravel for these folks. Really starting to unravel. I just hope that the media finally grows the balls to actually look into this stuff. This is the Truth Hurts Program. We'll see you tomorrow. You have been listening to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Hopefully, we have provided you with engaging, enlightening, and educational information that will allow you to make informed decisions. I know you may not necessarily agree with everything I say, and that's okay in America. The right to express your opinion is guaranteed in the First Amendment to the Constitution. Just as I respect your right to your opinion, I expect you to respect my right to my opinion. And that's how it works. If you like what you hear, spread the word. If you don't like what you hear, you can either turn it off, or you could listen a little longer and maybe learn something. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics, Copyright 2020, Steve Knight Productions. All rights reserved. We'll see you next time.